The following pre-recorded program is sponsored by Amy Elaine Ministries, Inc. Get ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with your hosts, Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Two friends, both devoted wives and moms who have a passion for Jesus and huge hearts for the broken. Amy Elaine is an inspirational speaker, author, and Bible teacher. Latan is an award-winning author, sought-after speaker, and Bible teacher, too. Get ready for some real talk about real life and answers to how you can be courageous and live in victory. Now here's your hosts, Amy Elaine and Latan. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Victory Radio. We're excited to be here today. I'm one of your hosts, Amy Elaine Martinez. And I'm your other host, Latan Roland Murphy. Latan, we often talk about all the other people in our lives, but very rarely do we ever like go there with our audience talking about us. Yeah. So today we decided we would do that. How are we going to start off our conversation today? Well, you and I were in a casual conversation yesterday about how 2020 brought a very strange season of being masked, everybody behind these masks, and how it put a wall between us and, um, you know, just made us feel uh, like there was something keeping us from one another. And then we realized, you know, maybe our listeners feel that way, too, that we interview everybody else, but they know very little about you and I. So we decided that we would do a show today and call it Unmasked. And so today we take our mask off before you, friends. And so Amy is going to ask me the question that we usually ask all of our listeners, which is, Latan, where in your life have you experienced the most victory? Or really, I want to know, where are you experiencing the most victory right now? Oh, man, I think I could write a book about that because God is you should write a book so about much that. only because of brokenness in my life. Um, and when we go to the Lord, he begins to expose us and unmask the places that we've wanted to cover up. And we've wanted to hide the things that we want to hide behind, you know, that um, we don't like to be exposed. We don't like the world to see some of the places in our in our lives. And I've realized the importance this year, especially in coming before the Lord and being honest about me. He already knows it all. He already sees it all. He already already knows every broken place within me, but he loves it when we confess those things to him because he tells us in his word that he'll make us whole. Mm. And one of the things that I've, I've had in my heart, Amy, I feel like this is a victory for me is to care less about what others think of me and more about what God thinks of me. And when I think more on the things of what others think of me and I worry about my image or um, whether they love me enough or like me enough or all those things, this is for every listener. Then we are putting others as a God instead of lifting the name of God up in our lives and being humble enough to say, God, here I am broken. And, um, the scripture verse, Exodus 22, is um, it's found in the Hebrew Bible, and it reads, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. And so I would say, to answer your question quickly, that I don't want there to be any other gods before the one true living way, Jesus, the Son of the living God, who is the Savior of the world, and he is my God. He is my Lord. He is my redeemer. He is my savior. He is my friend. And he loves me in and out, all about. And 
He sees every broken place and he amazes me that he is willing to take my brokenness and reshape me into something better and that he would place that brokenness in my hand and say, girl, take your mask off and share those broken places with your audiences when you speak and when you write and when you teach, take the mask off and share as my spirit tells you to share with whom, whom I tell you to share and be vulnerable. And that's been a real freeing, victorious place in my life because I have seen him take what is broken and be able to use it as a tool to reshape others into something better too. I love that so much. And the tagline for my ministry is heart shattered lives made whole again. And that comes from Psalm 51 in the message is my favorite version for this particular verse. And it says Psalm 51, 16 and 17 says, going through the motions doesn't please you. A flawless performance is nothing to you. I learned God worship when my pride was shattered, heart shattered lives ready for love. Don't for a moment escape God's notice. He is right there in our brokenness. I mean, I can't believe you. That was your answer. We didn't talk about what our answers were going to be. We not at you know, all. talked about what questions we'd ask, but not our answers. And that is brokenness is very much a theme of what my whole ministry was founded on. And that verse right there, heart shattered lives ready for love. Don't for a moment escape God's notice. And he will meet us in that place of brokenness. And just like you said, when we get to that place where we're like, no other gods before you, it's all about you. you, And we are going to focus on what you think about us, God, not that, that human nature that we have for, to seek the approval of man but really caring about what God thinks about us, because ultimately that is all that matters. That There's is soul all rest that, in that matters. There's yes, just there such... is soul rest in that. I love mm-hmm. that soul rest. Yes. So, um, Amy, tell us what area of your life that you're experiencing the most victory. You know, I feel like I'm really put you put me on the spot because I'm not ready. Here we are. I knew you were going to ask me this and I really don't have an answer. So what am I going to say? I'm going to say that the place that I am experiencing the most victory right now is kind of in line with what you have talked about. I'm recently doing a 30, 40 day fast from social media and I have learned that I am really putting a lot of value into what others think about me. And I don't want to live in that place of always striving and never resting. And I recently wrote a blog that talked about how I came to a place with God. And I heard him say, be still. That verse, uh, Psalm 46, 10 says, be still and know that I am God. And so it lines up with your answer in that I finally had to get still before the Lord. And when and I you found get still, victory. you got to be able to take the mask off because we can't come to God and have even try to have a mask on. I don't even know why we try that. He's almighty. He already yeah. sees the core of our being. But that really touches me because it challenges me and it challenges, I'm sure, I'd love to hear from the listeners how it challenges them to just be still in the craziness. I think in 2020, we learned to slow down. And maybe practice being still a little more. And I love that you're pulling back from social media. I am too. And it's become a soul place of rest. 
It really has. And when I finally got to the point, I wrote, I finally sat still. And when I finally got to that point of sitting still with the Lord, unmasking everything that I had tried to, you know, uh, just building walls and putting up that facade and things like that. And we can't do that with God. We can't do that with God. And sometimes it feels like, you know, you just are so fragile inside that there's things going on and there's hurts or disappointments that are going on in your life. And that being patient and waiting on the Lord is one of the hardest places to be. And I'm not going to say that I'm having full victory right there right now because I'm kind of impatient. I don't want to wait on his timing for everything, even though I know it's best, even though I know that waiting for his best is my best. Hmm. It's hard to sit still and it's hard to be vulnerable with the Lord and say, I'm really disappointed about this. Mm -hmm. I'm really disappointed about this situation in my life. And I need you to, to come and restore the joy of my salvation in that point. Mm -hmm. Come and, and restore my hope. Come restore everything that I know is good and right in you, Jesus, restore that in me because I need that right now because I'm disappointed. Yeah. Sometimes we're disappointed in ourselves. Yeah. And sometimes we're disappointed. I've heard people say it's easy to be disappointed in God because we pray prayers of faith and we think that things are going to roll out in a certain way. And they don't always because God is God. And we are not. We are not. And um, last night I could not sleep all night. And it was frustrating. (laughs) It was so frustrating. And then I, then I just realized, you know, God wants to spend time with me. He wants me to take my mask off. I'm using this as a metaphor, just be exposed before him and let him speak. And Amy, when you're talking about being still, we have to know when we enter into that sacred space of stillness with God that he will expose things that we don't even want to see in ourselves. And, but I can tell you that the things he exposed in me last night were so freeing because I, with his heart, we can know that it's always true where others might accuse us and point a finger and criticize our God never meets us in that kind of way. He, that is not his approach. He is full of love and tenderness and gentleness. And he is bold at times, but it is always for our good. I believe if there's ever time he wants us to be unmasked people, it's now. To be transparent, to let him do his good work so that then we can go out and we can really be like the best version of his heart possible. Absolutely. A few weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago, we had an interview with Franny from We the Kingdom, and she talked about how there is this 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 place where we can be with God. And as we begin to process life, we talked about in that interview, we talked about how the overflow of what God's doing in our lives spills over into the lives of other people. And that just goes along with exactly what you were just saying. Yeah. And when we can let him do that work in us, we begin to be able to pour out into other people. So true. It is so true. So true. All right. So I'm going to ask you another question. Oh, Where? no. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. It's my turn. It's my turn. All right. I'll give you an easy one. Okay. Before I ask you the hard one. Okay. Sweet or salty? Oh, my goodness. Both. <laughs> you have to have 
peanut M&Ms on top of the buttery, salty popcorn when you go to the movie, right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that yeah? sounds pretty good. Oh, that yeah, sounds it's amazing. Good. I think I'm more of a salty girl than a sweet girl, though. Yeah. I am a little salty. Oh, my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I am a little salty if you ask my friends. Oh, oh, that one. Oh, oh. That's Talk hilarious. about being unmasked. There we are. I'm a little salty. That's All so right. Funny. Here's my question for you. Where in your life, you know, there's there's a place in our life and a thing that happens in our life that, that maybe we once had a lot of shame about and we wanted to cover it up and oh, Lord. we don't want, we didn't want to expose that, but where have you been too embarrassed to, you know, be exposed in your life, but now you have found victory and you're willing to be unmasked in that I area. I have to pick one, just one. Yes. One. Okay. We don't have all day. Well, the first one that comes to mind is one that my kids laugh still to this day. In fact, my son told me recently that he told his girlfriend this story. So I'll share this one. So I was, I am a fan of James Dobson, Focus on the Family, and loved hearing his, always loved hearing his broadcast. And as a young bride, we'd only been married just a couple years. And I heard a lady on his show talking about spiritual warfare in communicating to a family member and how it seemed she could not communicate with this person. It was her daughter, I believe. And how the more she would try to relay her heart, it seemed that Satan was in the room, literally trying to destroy their oneness and their ability to communicate properly. And she had heard James Dobson, a show about that. And, and um, on the show, she was sharing with James Dobson, forgive me, that um, it came to her to rebuke the spirit in the name of Jesus. And when she did that, immediately, it was like something left the room, this this dark presence that was trying to destroy them, and they were able to communicate. So like I said, I was a young bride. I was only in my 20s. And my husband and I were arguing over something that neither of us remember what it was, but it was the worst argument we had had to date in our marriage, in our whole three probably years of marriage. And I was standing there thinking, this is just Satan in this room. How in the world can I get him to see my point of view? Right? Isn't that what we do? Our point of view. Yes. And so I remember James Dobson's broadcast. I remembered the woman saying that she couldn't communicate with her daughter and how she rebuked it in the name of Jesus. And yes, I did. Yes, she did. I let him finish his sentence. And all, all the wisdom of my 26-year-old self pointed my finger in his face. And I said, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And he grabbed the end of my finger and he had fire shooting from his eyeballs and his ears, Amy. And I am telling you, it's funny now. It's hilarious. We laugh our heads off to this day. We've been married 36 years, so I must have cast something out of him. <laughs> That's just a joke. He cast something out of me, I think. But he said, I'll show you demons. You want to see demons? I'll show you demons. We were both just such raw new Christians and raw in the sense that we didn't even know how to be a married couple and be one. And so we learned in the process. So the hilarity of that is... Now, every time we have any kind of disagreement, which as you grow in your marriage is less and less, as you know, because Thank you learn goodness. the things that are so stupid and not important at all. Not worth fighting. No. My joke is, uh, am I going to have to cast the devils out of you? Or he'll say, OK, you need to cast the devils out of me. And it's just a big joke. But the reason that is um, probably in the most embarrassing moment is at that time in my 20s, I had so much pride and I made him swear to never tell that to anybody. And then about seven to nine years later, I'm speaking to a group of women 
and I have my little notes. I had my agenda. And then all of a sudden, that voice that I recognize as the Holy Spirit whispered, you're going to share that story. Yeah, your embarrassing story. You're going to share this. And mm. I, I stood there quiet, literally probably wondered, why is she not saying anything? And it was me arguing with the Holy Spirit. Like, I was like, God, I don't want to share this. This is embarrassing. This is really going to make me look stupid. I was more worried about how I looked than having a moment that could help other people mm-hmm. to learn that none of us have the right to cast evil out of anybody else, that we need to be more worried about the evil that's within ourselves and get right with the Lord first. And, um, but I shared it and it was a breaking of pride that day over you, over me. Yeah. And I came home and told my husband and we, he couldn't believe that I even shared it. But from that day forward, it was so freeing uh, for me to be able to let go of that young pride that really has been a part of my life. And I didn't want to admit that I really did have an issue of pride. And that was a mask that I was wearing for a long time, like worried about my image or what other people would think of me. And all the while, you know, trying to cast the demons out of somebody else. But if you could have seen him, he's the most calm, gentle spirited man It takes a whole lot to get him mad, but he had a burning forest fire in his eyes that day. And he let me know that I would not be in charge of uh, being the spiritual temperature of our house. Yeah, you can't be somebody else's little little, uh, holy Holy spirit junior to our husbands or our kids or anything. So that was an embarrassing thing to share, but it is hilarious now. The things that you can give yourself the freedom to be exposed in. Those places that you want to hide and pretend away. Live life and laugh at your idiosyncrasies. Laugh at the things you've done that are stupid. And give other people the joy in telling those crazy stories of how you messed up so that they know, too, that they can take their mask off and be real and be able to find joy in something. And it really was a bridge, like, in our marriage to be able to learn a different way of communicating and so thank you, James Dobson, and focus on the family, because it really did. It was a springboard for that. That is a great answer. I love that. And I think it's so vital for us to be able to laugh at ourselves, because if we can laugh at ourselves a little bit, it breaks the 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 wearisome feeling of trying to be so perfect yeah and the burden of being perfect yes because none of us are perfect none of us are going to be perfect and we are going to have some messy places in our lives and those messy places are the places where we can connect with other people if we can't unmask I think you know when we were wearing the mask all the time one of the things that I hated was that you it, for me it was great because I am you mean like, during COVID or is that yeah, what you mean yeah mm-hmm. um I am facially so expressive like I can't hide like there's no hiding my emotions my husband is always like whoa know what you're thinking or know what you're you know I have to really be conscious of that with other people and a lot of times people are like you always look like you're mad and I'm like no I'm not mad I'm not mad I'm just thinking and I'm I'm really processing Mm -hmm. everything in my head so I'm very facially expressive and sometimes that looks like anger or dis um you know, like disgust or something like that with other people. And it's not at all. I am just really mentally processing everything. And then I'm also a verbal processor. So I have to talk things out and say them out loud. And sometimes that 
is kind of ugly because I say things and I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. But really, when we get to the place where we can laugh at ourselves and, and be able to find the humor and even the hurtful and painful things, um, especially in relationships, it is such a place of authenticity. And that's what we're after in our relationships is authenticity. We want to be authentic and vulnerable with with those that you know are close to us we don't want to just you know spread our stuff Mm -hmm. everywhere but I think that in exposing those embarrassing moments it breaks something off it breaks something off of the the spirit of it the the negative spirit of it is broken off and we are able to be free in that place so I'm so glad that you were able to get to that place, even though it took a long time. And I love how you listened to the Holy Spirit because you allowed him to, I'm sure that story. Oh, that I day. argued. I argued. with. Oh, him. I'm sure. So, and it was the most embarrassing thing because as a young person, it doesn't matter what age we are. It doesn't matter what we are trying to mask. Um, we all have you know, weak spots, whether it's pride or it's something else for you listeners. And it's, it's a sin condition that we are born of sinful nature and we all have to work with the Holy spirit and let him do the work. We don't have to do anything. Just let him do the work um, in helping us grow. So Amy, what is the one thing you we're most embarrassed about that you're willing to expose and willing to unmask with our listeners today. Well, you know what? I think we're going to have to continue this show because I don't know how much time. Oh, you're just trying to get out of it um, Mm. to um, really go through that. So I think that we're just going to have to end (laughs) it there. We're going to start. We'll have another show. We'll do another unmask because we only have a few minutes and I really want to pray over the listeners today because we are um, just out of time and that's where we're at. So we're going to pray and I'll start our prayer. And then would you, would you close us out after that? Sure. All right. Yep. Father God, we just thank you for the opportunity to speak life into other people and how you take our embarrassing moments and the things that we want to cover up and you, you reveal them so gently to us so that we can work through the hard things to get to the wholeness of who you are And how you are such a good God that you take the things that are broken in us and you make them whole again. We just give you all the praise and glory and honor for that. And we thank you that your light exposes those dark things in us. And thank you for the gift of laughter. Thank you for the gift of of laughing even at ourselves sometimes. Yes, Jesus. That would just draw us closer in relationship with those people around us where we can be more vulnerable and really connect with other people through the things that have happened in our lives that could be a blessing to them. So thank you for who you are and what you're doing in our lives. And Lord, we thank you so much for your unending love for us. We thank you that um, our listeners tune in to hear our hearts each week. We thank you, Lord, that you're willing to use the messes in our lives and make them great messages that bring glory to you. We love you so much, Lord, and we just confess today that we need you. Amy and I need you. We need you to help us so that we can hear your voice, release the things, Lord, that we want to hide. Give those things to you, Lord, 
that each piece, whether it be pride or anything else, Lord, that we're willing to allow you to use it as a tool to speak into hearts. Lord, we just thank you so much that you help us unmask the places that we want to hide behind. We give you glory today. We give you honor. We love you so much, Father. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we hope you enjoyed getting to know us a little bit better today, and we would love to hear from you. You can email us at gocourageously.com at realvictoryradio.org. We would love to hear from you and tell us, you know, what shows that would speak to you, what you want to hear about, because we want to speak into your life about the things that are important to you. And remember, we are listener supported. So please go check out the victory movement at realvictoryradio.org. We thank you for being with us this weekend. Remember, you can listen to any of the previous episodes on SoundCloud, Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. And please connect with us over on Instagram. Want to hear your victory stories. Yes. And connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Real Victory Radio. And thank you so much for making Real Victory Radio part of your day. We hope you were encouraged by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Go to amyelaine.com to find out more about Amy's ministry, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. And go to latanmurphy.com to learn more about her award-winning book, Courageous Women of the Bible. Real Victory Radio is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Check out the Victory Movement for ways you can partner with us to reach listeners with the power to go courageously and live in victory. Please join us again Saturdays at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio. 94.7 FM, The Word.